Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. We welcome you all to a Roll to Cast RPG podcast in the world of Pop Cthulhu by Chaosium Inc. Starring Chris Bond as Father John Murphy, Ellen Graham as Philomena Saginario, Phil Harker-Smith as Hjern Halverson, and Paul Goodman as Pierre Patatique. Story, keeping, and additional rules by Sean Fleurl. Designed by Jack Sumner. Music by Paul Goodman. This is Ambrosia Island. September 1666. The night is quiet. Still, save for the wind whipping through the cold autumn night, the wooden houses with thatched roofs so closely built together with narrow streets of stone and straw, completely empty, devoid of humanity, all candles in all the houses burnt out, save for one. And as we enter the house and make our way down, The cellar is ablaze in bright orange, candles lit upon the floor and hanging from the ceiling fastened to the walls, and a single solitary man in his well-worn apron chanting, slowly but methodically, his voice gradually rising, and as we look into the eyes they begin to turn white, white hot, we zoom in, closer, closer, all is white. September 1935. And as we zoom out, we see another candle. And the candle is illuminating a small space in a much larger space. This main space is rustic and cluttered. The wooden framework, vertical pillars and horizontal beams like large crosses engulf the length of the warehouse floor. The floorboards are weathered and worn and a rickety looking scaffolding surrounds the exterior. A few metres above, some small windows are visible on the left-hand side in the centre of three large garage doors next to one another. From the tall ceiling, 
Large beams of light illuminate select pockets of the space, which only manages to highlight the one particular scene of interest directly in the centre. We find Father John Murphy, sitting in a chair, hands to hide behind his back. In front of him, a stone slab, with Detective Garrison prone across the top, tied down. And at the head of Detective Garrison is a man, Dexter Winwood, dressed all in black, black robes, full length. He has a candle in front of his eyes, a book by his side, and he's staring down at the both of you. But this is exactly where you want to be. A week ago, all of you got word of where the Fellowship of Nature's Salvation was going to be. And so, deliberately, Father John, you and Detective Garrison had yourselves captured with the express purpose of becoming the next sacrifice to the Fellowship. Father John, would you like to describe yourself, please? Father John is a man, 28, in his long robes, black robes, uh, fitting the priesthood of uh, an, an Anglican priest. He's a 5 foot 11, short brown hair, kind of combed over, his flat, round face, unremarkable. Seems concerned enough, but generally there's a pleasant glint under his eyes, a general happiness to be alive and to be living and breathing. And as uh, Father John looks down at Garrison... Garrison seems unusually calm, dressed in his black slacks, grey top, suspenders. He's a nice fedora, has been knocked well away. He's quite beat up. He's got a blood nose. He's a little bit worse for wear, but he's smiling. And while he can't look at you, he just calls across, Father John, how are you doing over there? I'm all right. How are you? Oh, I've, I've been in worse scrapes than this before. Has he hurt you at all? Um, a little bit softer on the inside, but, ah, oh, look, you know. Please shut up. Dexter, that's no way to speak to company. You haven't even offered us a cup of tea. I don't know if you'll realize, but you're not really in the place to be making demands right now. It wasn't a demand, it's just a suggestion. Common courtesy. Dexter's quite perturbed. He's been trying for the past ten minutes to complete this ritual, but he's just constantly being upset and disturbed from two of you who are being more affable than he would like. No one is here to save you. Everything has its purpose. Everything has its place. And you have found yourselves right where I want you. To which Detective Garrison replies, Is that so? Well... When the time is right, I think you'll come to understand that uh, everything does have its time and its place. Right, Father John? That's right. We smash cut outside the building. The red brick warehouse looms ominously against the night sky, silent and foreboding. At the entrance, a singular light casts down upon the front door, guarded by a large, rough-looking gentleman, all in black, cigarette in hand, Bored, but alert. A ramp down the left-hand side adjacent to the waterfront leads to, presumably, a loading dock. It's rather dark, though. There might be another guard down the way. Maybe there was movement before. Could have just been the trick of the mind. But one thing is clear. This is the place. Pierre, Hjern, Mina. As you sit just across the way from the front of the warehouse, in Garrison's car, looking on, you recall your jobs were made clear. Pierre was in charge of drawing focus away from the entrance. Mina's was to slip inside and get into position. And Jörn's task was to slip around the side and cut the power when the time is right. As Garrison had said before you concocted this plan, locate your teammates and start the cult. 
Oh, and save your teammates too, if you don't mind. And as you wait there, we'll start with Mina, who is in the front driver's seat. Mina, would you like to describe yourself? Mina is a uh, young woman, 25. She's quite broad, kind of broad face, but with sharp features. She's got kind of almost a, an upturned nose, very tight-lipped that kind of curls slightly at the side, like she might enjoy a good laugh, but years of being stern and, and shutting up and doing what she's meant to has kind of made her face all, all tight and, and, and stern and wooden. She's got very piercing eyes, pin-curled hair, which is kind of the only thing that might be an allusion to fashion about her. And she's broad, broad shoulders and muscular. So smallish but sturdy. Looks like someone who can do a lot, who's out, used to hard work. She's staring ahead, kind of surveying the area. Next to her on the passenger side, Jörn Halversen. Jörn is a rather tall but doughy fellow. Uh, let his 48 years uh, catch up with him in the form of a bit of a paunch. He's sort of the, of the height where you begin to suspect that he might be prone to the odd nosebleed. He's so far up there. Um, <laughs> Uh, he still has all of his blonde hair, uh, including a, a nice big bushy blonde caterpillar uh, that droops over his top lip. Uh, he's dressed rather plainly in overalls, like uh, any sort of worker of the 1930s. He, he would be lost in a crowd. And uh, he has a kind of affable, ruddy-cheeked character to him. If he's feeling any tension, you can't pick it up externally by just looking at him. And the two of you are... Uh as you're nodding and looking forth, all of a sudden, popping his head from the, the back seat, Pierre. Mm, and uh, Pierre is a bit of a hulking man. If he wasn't so charming, it would be intimidating. Or maybe it's both. He's got, a, he's got his hair quite immaculately slicked back from a side parting, uh, a neat little pencil moustache, tanned face with a cocky smile, eternally stretched across it. He has a steel cane, which he uses for a limp. When he's sitting in the car, he's twirling it between his fingers. And he always looks like he's yet to slough off last night's drink. Or he's, he's either drunk or hungover. And he's, <laughs> he's just got that, un, that ruffled look about him. It's like he's just, just sort of existing beneath the surface a bit and not taking anything as serious as he should. Well, it is serious times indeed, fellows. Uh, you were told to obviously give 10 minutes from the time that you followed the cult to this warehouse. Ten minutes is enough time for Dexter to hastily get into this ritual. You know you have no time to waste. And it's about that time. Maybe time to make your move if you do want to go over any last-minute plans. Otherwise, you have your jobs and you know what you have to do. So I need to get in there. Well, uh, you need to make sure that the uh, rather large fellow is uh, looking the other way so we can uh, do what we need to do. Well, well, it's, it's, I know what to do. It's, it's okay. It's okay. Just, just watch. Should I go now? Yeah. Go. Getting out of the car, is he visible? As far as where you are now, which is a fair way back, you know, you kind of pulled up close to the warehouse parking yeah. lot just before that, so you're shrouded in darkness at the moment. Okay. The only light that is really visible is, funnily enough, the light that's showing you the man in question. Coming half out of the darkness, but not quite accentuating the tap of his steel cane on the, on the ground, the doorman would hear a voice. Excuse me, mate. Mate! You haven't seen my, my beautiful little dashend anywhere, have you? This man, he's, he's got the cigarette just held almost to his lips. This gives you a, a gaze. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Please, you've got you to gotta help me look for him. He's a beautiful little dog and he's just been scared by the, by the night terrors. You know, you know how it is with dogs. He's about, you know, he's about yay, yay. I, I mean, you can't see me because you're so far away, wouldn't you? I think he's just, he's just down here somewhere. You, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't just do me a favour and give me a, 
Give me an hand, would you? I think it's best you move along right now, son. Please, I mean, it's okay. It's not, I, know, I know you're scared of the darkness, even a big, strong man like you, but you're not going to be so scared that you wouldn't help a, you know, a, 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 a cripple like me look for his dog, would you? <laughs> so this, big, uh, sc- big, scared man. He takes one last drag of his cigarette, throws it upon the floor, stamps it out very slowly, kind of puts himself up to size, takes a few steps forward. Doesn't appear to have any weapons in hand, but he's putting himself to his full six foot four height. Very rotund belly. You best to get a steppin', mate. Otherwise, things are going to get very bad for you very quickly. And uh, cripple or not, I'll cave your face in. Yeah, are we able to kind of see this unfolding? From inside, yeah. You can't hear it, but you can see <laughs> you that... You can uh, see what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> the, the man's not happy and... Now he's looking our way as well, so we can't really slip yeah. out. Pierre's sort of arcing away from the car, I think. He's going, oh, I well, I wouldn't say that, I'm, say that I'm worried about that particularly. Big, strong wimp like you, scared of the dark, wouldn't even... Wouldn't even help an old man find his dog. I wouldn't be very scared of something you could do. You want to repeat that word one more time? Which which one? Wimp? Scared? So the man cracks his knuckles, cracks his neck, lets out a nice brief sigh. <sighs> I think I'm going to enjoy this one. Brilliant. Well, he's just down here. And, <laughs> um, I'm gonna. And he's going to start walking towards you. And there's about, I'd say, about 10, 20 minutes between the two of you. Are you down the waterfront side, or are you looking? Are you from the opposite way? I think waterfront. It's going to be waterfront. That seems like a good place right. to have this. He's going to start methodically walking his way towards you. I think Philomena will get out of the car, see, see, see the kind of uh, uh, feel the tension of what's about to uh, uh, happen. And um, well, she's going to go in anyway, so she might as <laughs> might as well help out Froggy. You're going past him, or you're heading to where are you heading towards? Uh, I'm going to kind of head towards the situation. Your job was to distract the guard, which yeah. is happening. Yeah. What was your job? I meant to sneak in. Oh, you meant yeah. to slip in, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool, cool, but cool, cool. I would, I, I would probably retcon and say sort of, oh, don't, don't worry about me. You should worry about yourself, little, little lady. In do, you, the, do you listen to that or not? Nah, I don't think he's capable. <laughs> so are you, are you leading him away from the car as well? So at yeah. the moment, we're heading towards the waterfront. Are they far enough away that we can get out and not be noticed yet? At this point, yeah. His, his eyes are... His his eyes are, are peeled on straight onto Pierre. When Mina gets out, I'm going to get out as well. I'm going to head for the side of the warehouse. Got my got my tool belt on. Got a little box of tools. There's a problem. You're heading. Pierre has directed him to the same side Ooh. that you need to get through. So at the moment, he's directly where you need to go. Mm, and as much as an innocuous worker as I am, it is the middle of the night, so yes. it's a bit weird. I, I might have to sort of hang back in the shadows and see how this plays out. He and knows where I'm supposed to go, so I'm thinking Pierre is has a plan for what happens next. So I'm I'm out and I'm ready and I'm just gonna wait to see how it pans out. And Mina? I'm gonna try and as much as I can sneak on this other guy. Okay, can you can you make me a stealth roll, please? Eighty five. And what's your stealth? Yikes. And it's a no-go. Um, Unless you want to push it. You'd have to push a lot. Yeah. Just quickly, Ellen, you have the power shadow, which allows on a stealth check to either reduce the difficulty by one or gain a bonus die at the keeper's discretion on sh- uh, stealth rolls. You are good at stealth. Yes. Well, this was just a standard roll, so that's, right. that's an yeah. automatic. That's just an automatic success. Yep. So if you're, if you're utilizing your... Yep. He doesn't hear you. He failed his spot listen. Just over here, mate. Let's see what you got. Uh, and we're, we're kind of uh, under the cover of darkness, right? At this point, you are. However, you've got a couple of seconds to react, otherwise he is going to go into initiative with Pierre. I want to unwrap 
my garrot, oh. <laughs> stealth along, and basically choke this guy out. You're going to head up behind him, sneak up, and you unravel the wire yep. between your two hands, and give a nice roll. 48. Yeah, that's I know that's a success, because your garrot is fucking huge. That it's, it's a big number. It's an e- 80. a huge garrot. It is Whoa. very, very good <laughs> this is with what it. She, this is what she does. She doesn't like to take risks. And well, what, I mean, you what's know. your intention with this? What's this guy going to do if he sees either... Pierre or Jürgen. Raise the alarm, right? Exactly. Are, are you just looking to knock him out with uh, a garrot? Doesn't that kill? Yeah. Garrots I'm, kill. They crush nah, windpipes. I'm killing him. You're uh, g- going to kill him? Yeah. Straight up. Well, is he's a god. Sorry. Of a, of <laughs> he's got a wife and of kids. Of, of doom cult. Yeah, like kill him. Uh, and also him. living people tell things. Uh, he, anything yeah. we say in the mob, snitches get stitches. He's All also right? six foot four, which in the pulp world means that he's evil. Exactly. If I'm if I'm leaving him up... Uh, hang on. Uh, uh, what he, are you he, saying? He's, uh, super, he's super tall. It means he's a character <laughs> of morality. He's not that. just a general joke. Yeah, but if I leave <laughs> him alive... Just, like Jaws from James Bond. He's tall, therefore he's got <laughs> characteristics. Give me, a, give me a damage roll, so it's going to be... Because it's an automatic success. Yeah. You, you absolutely slammed it. In fact, you got a hard success. So it's a 1d6 and 1d4. Yeah, five and four. Just add that. Add them together. That's nine. Nine. Yeah. You stealthily come up behind yep. him. How tall are you? Um, she's about five five. You come up behind him, you see the height difference there. You unravel the garrot, Mina unravels the garrot, yep. and she jumps up <laughs> and she brings the garrot around his neck, using all your muscles, slam oh. him back. Bring him down. And he lands backwards, his head smacks right back against the floor. Dude is knocked out. Yeah. Dude is absolutely knocked out. Out cold. Yeah, he sees Mina going through the shadows and uh, as she grabs him down, he slips past <laughs> the two of them into the alleyway, sort of between the melee and, mm. and just sort of goes... <laughs> nice. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah. Just straight and through with his clippers in hand. Yeah. Mina uh, just lip- gives him a nod. And the whole time Pierre's been going, oh, yeah, come on, mate, just a little <laughs> bit closer. Let's see what you Oh, come on! <laughs> I had him! Did it you been, It would have been easy. Pierre, shut the fuck up. Guy, you're an interesting woman. A very uh, efficient, uh, uh, I approve. A little gruesome, but uh, I'll see you inside. While Jörn heads off to the side, the two of you. Pierre, he hasn't flinched throughout all of this, and he just lights a cigarette with his uh, Zippo lighter and takes a, a long breath of his filterless jetan. Are you guys staying outside? Are you... I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... C- cigarettes first. Cigarettes first. He, he offers one to, to Mina. He offers the pack. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> All right, well, we still have our jobs. I thought I was going to mm. sneak in, but... You Maybe know. you sneak now. Allez, allez. <laughs> what are you going to do? Follow, maybe. <laughs> you going to be yeah. a distracting son of a gun like you usually are? When it's, when it's my job. Of course. All right, well, uh, you first. <laughs> I mean... It's not exactly. It wasn't my job. Maybe you should stay outside and, and watch the car. So, maybe might be a good idea. Right, so you're heading in. Uh, I'm gonna head in. Yep. Yeah. Okay. MPM. Well, that's a good idea. So the two of yeah, you head up. To, <laughs> you head up to the front door. Uh, and um, uh, I don't know. Phil's made a good point. Although, do we, need to, our although do, we, do we need to watch the car, or is it just going to be is Pierre going to be needed in there? Get in there. We want you. It's 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 pop. Yeah, it's Paul. Get in there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I thought uh, yeah. I thought you'd okay. either be in there or like right outside this is, the door. This is big damn heroes moment. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. yeah. Pierre but and Pierre and Mina. Pierre you follows. You Pierre follows front, Mina, Mina in is the thing. You put your hands around the door handle. You turn it. It's locked. Fuck. Clearly <laughs> locked. <laughs> well, uh, you got frog's legs, Frenchie. You want to kick this thing down? Uh, you will uh, be heard. I. I uh, moment. Moment. Uh, he checks. He checks the guard's body. Good job, sir. He limps over so with you, his cane. Pierre limps over. You start patting 
the man down. Surprisingly, a lot of pockets in that robe. Um, you, you reach into his chest pocket, you hear a jangling. Sure enough, it is a it is a singular key. You see, you see, I was prepared. I knew all of this was going to happen. I yeah, ho- I ho- I'm holding it out to Mina at this point. Did you find that Dachshund or what? <laughs> He's dead. I ate him. Come on, you French. All right, let's get our asses in there. We got a plan. Go in, save save the heroes, kill the bad guys. Yeah, it's not my usual shtick, but whatever. I'd like to get my uh, Tommy gun out. <laughs> Forgot I gave you that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dirty animals. You, look, you, you, you're, I'm not going to make you roll to get your Tommy gun out. You got your Tommy gun out. You got your Tommy gun out. You've got it at the ready. All right. Cool. Shall we open and see what's up? Like Pierre's been holding the key the, the, ho- uh, the whole time to Mina, but Mina doesn't take it. So Pierre's <laughs> so just shrugs and goes, <laughs> And then we cut over to the side where Hyun is heading around. Sure, so I'm going to quickly look along the side of the building for any conduits so I can locate the box that, that is the central power hub for the building. So you start heading around down the side. It's pretty dark. You don't yep. seem to... I'm assuming you're being quiet. I'm trying, trying to be, yeah. You're trying to be, yep. And so far, there's no so noise. So far, so good, yeah. So far, so good. You start scanning the roofs and the kind of sides you don't see anything. Do you keep going down? Yeah, I'm going to keep yep. looking. That's my job. I'm going to find and the power. You kind of see around the side what appears to be a loading dock and you've got the three garage doors on the side mm-hmm. there with windows. Just next to the first one, you do see a box. Yep. You also look up higher, you do see power lines yep. up above as well. So there's a few options there. Quick scan up and down, see if there's anyone guarding this side of the building. Nothing at the moment. Okay. Uh, well, then I'm going to head to that box that connects for the power from the street to the warehouse. Yep, you head up to the rustic box. Yeah. Surprisingly, Little. it does have a lock on it ah okay it's it, it looks like a quite a cheap rustic lock like it's it's just saying that someone's just quickly slapped on it's not really going to keep too much out i'm going to reach down to my tool belt look for my uh, automatic lock picker a uh, a small handheld device it looks a little bit in, in size about a like a torch like a flashlight but instead of a beam of light that comes out the end uh, a couple of picks come out a little <laughs> kind of style <laughs> movement as like they, a Swiss as Army they knife? yeah oh, yeah yeah that's so cool a furtive look over the shoulder before putting it up to the lock and uh, a little half turn to set the, the picks working. And remind me, with your you already have lock picking as a skill. I have a lock so pick of 40. I mean, look, it's an automatic success, my friend. Because you already, you already have, it's 100, basically, yes. with that automatic lock pick. Uh, works this time. Just so... So it's a crappy old lock and it pops open and then I'm going to uh, look at the, uh, so it, the contents. It, it swings open. Look, it's it's American um, and it seems a bit more shabbily put together than maybe you're used to across the pond. But, you know, things make sense. You've got a whole bunch of wires, a whole bunch of lights and such and it looks potentially workable. I'm looking to cut the power so that it can't be turned on again by someone who, who comes. So yeah. uh, I, my option are either, I was thinking either take the fuses out if yes. it's a fuse box or just cut the main line just remember as well that garrison did say to you when the time is right okay yeah well so i'm prepared i have my clippers ready and you do actually have a view of that garage window oh do look inside okay i will look inside for sure you can see from there the candles the middle room and you can't see garrison but you can see john murphy like the the back of him maybe yeah you can see the side of him ah okay yeah you see the side of him you can Um, see he's quite bloodied and you can hear faint murmurs yes you can hear it's it's pretty soundproofed and as we cut into the room dexter winwood he goes down to the floor and he picks up a candle and he starts waving it left to right up and down left to right up and down and he's staring down at detective garrison 
and from his pocket, he pulls out a knife. And Detective Garrison looks up and he says, Hey, uh, father. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Did I come up with a word? I I don't think we did. I was meant to. I was meant Fuckin to. Fucking hell! All right, well, hold on. Just before you do, I got a question for old Dexter. Oh, I mean, sure. Look, yeah. it might give me time to think about. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. To, while, yeah while, sure. I, while I ask him a question, you come up with a, okay. with a secret just, word. Just give me a minute, and <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. that should be enough time right. for me to come up with That's a word. Right. Dexter, do you not want to renounce your 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 heathen ways and maybe embrace the loving embrace of the Lord? Do you just you can come back. Jesus forgives. I'm sorry, what? It's a loving God. It's a loving faith. You come back from all this nonsense. Are you absolutely insane? No, I'm just asking you a question. Do you know where you are right now? Do you know that this is bigger than your God or any of the mortal ways of the world? Do you know nothing of the powers that be? You are insignificant in the face of this. We're all insignificant. Just, we've got love. Hey, what do you think about uh, pineapple? Pineapple's a good one. Uh, Or what about... (laughs) What about uh, help? Or is that too obvious? That's too obvious. That's not secret. Uh, cult? Or no, we thought... No, that's, uh, that'll bring the others. What about now? Now's a good one. Now? Now? Now! Snip! <laughs> and the lights are going to go out. And a few seconds before that is when you had opened the door and you come in to complete darkness, save for the middle of the room where you can see a very perplexed Dexter lit by the candle with just a look of utter confusion on his face. And you've heard the word now. Okay. There is... Oh, you go. Oh, no, you go. No, you go. <laughs> oh, you go. You Are we go. going to go into initiative? In a few seconds, right. maybe. Right. <laughs> I have some things that I'd like to do. Yeah. As soon as you've said that, you hear the rustling of feet and down from the scaffolding of four individuals dressed in the same black robes. I was going to ask. Where's the rest of the fucking yeah. cult? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen... Initiative is ready. So, for those of you that aren't aware, order is determined by your dexterity. Mm -hmm. So, we don't roll for initiative each time. It is a set phrase. The fastest of you always will get to act first. It is most likely, just remembering that if you have a readied firearm, as one of us is, Mm -hmm. it is going to be dex plus 50. So, can I just get everyone's dex orders just for... Posterity. Yeah. (laughs) Father Father John. Uh, I am 30. 30? I'm very slow. 55. 50. It's a deputy. (laughs) Plus. Oh, got a Plus, I got a gun out. So 105. Mm. Yeah, 100. 100. Yeah, 100. Yeah, yeah. 50 as a flat, 55, 50. Nope. 50. 55. 50. 
55, 50. So yeah. Jürgen is the 50, fastest. 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50. Yeah. Ah. He's got doughy longer, Scandinavian. He's got longer legs. He's yeah, got right. longer limbs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> a giant's well, after gonna losing help. his fingers in the accident, he pays a bit more attention <laughs> to what's going on around him. <laughs> uh, I hope I can get in the back of the warehouse. Yeah, you, you can dive through the window that you can see. Kick it with oh, your beefy right. legs. Yeah. Hit your it with a spanner. Old. Yeah. That's what you do as it looks like someone's coming up behind someone else. You throw a spanner at them and they get stunned. Uh, get a spanner in the works. Oh, <laughs> fuck And then you I'll, do the thumbs I'll up. I'll do you say. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> you say, uh, su- suck it. It's really hard to pun in, a, in your not, not your first language. <laughs> Mina, you were prepared for this. You were hoping for this. Mm-hmm. It's a very clear target. Everything is in shrouded except for the scene in the middle. However, you do have a chair, which is Father John, in the way of Dexter. But there are four people gathering from the shadows. And I am aware of them? Uh, you can hear them. You can't necessarily see them. And you don't know how long the power is going to be out for. Hmm. Maybe entirely. Shit. There are pockets here. of light, by like the way. Like moonlight coming through the and, roof. And also, um, sorry. Candle, there were candles. Light, yeah, yeah, around. So there are pockets of light. Yeah. Now, I know that I can keep the finger on the trigger. Yes. It's going to not fucking backfire. I'm thinking that she would... The obvious target is the obvious target, right? Uh, You get the the boss. The the moves are kind of secondary. But whether it's better to, like... (laughs) Or just get him to, like, hands up and surrender? Like, I don't know. I figure that's what we do first, right? Before we start blasting. Okay. (laughs) I'm just... My... my, my So then I started blasting. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is Scarface here. Like, my my biggest... My biggest uh, issue is whether I just go bang or because I've got a Tommy gun mm. whether I leave my finger on the trigger spray forward and then upwards did I just Sean go say him. just unload at him yeah did tell, Sean say that somebody was tell, sitting in blocking the view of is that possible so what do you want to do just <laughs> like, say that again? shoot at Dexter but leave my finger on the trigger unloading and then kind of like bring it up and around <laughs> kind of s- like a lasso <laughs> try and sweep it where you hear, think you hear all the cultists yeah. you right? can I am going to let you know that there is going to be a penalty dice because you do have yes. um, a target in the way directly in the yeah. way and the first bullet is going to be standard but if you're continuing the volley I'm going to have a penalty dice on every other one after that because you are continuing yeah 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 and you're trying to fire into the darkness as well yeah well yeah. you know See what it's. Yeah. Um, and it is automatically a hard difficulty because you are just at the entrance and that is more than your that's base rate. Uh, what is your base how rate far for firearms? 20 yards. That's within 20. Yeah, that's yeah. within 20 yards. You're doing good. You're yeah. doing good. Yeah. All right. So standard difficulty with a penalty die. Yeah. Which means you roll your tens twice and take the worst. First one isn't. First one isn't. Yeah. But if you're okay, continuing yeah. the volume after just, that. Should I just keep rolling? And I don't know. Just do your what standard you, D100. 70. You've got to roll both. Yep. 76. And what is your, and what is your, your gun? Yes. Firearms? It's a Beretta. You have, one a, bre- t- one? You have a Beretta? Yes. Oh, okay. I thought you had a Tommy gun. Isn't that a, no. a submachine? A Beretta it's an SMG, is, yeah. But yeah. a Beretta isn't a Tommy gun. A Thompson is a Tommy gun. Sorry, I'm using right. the wrong terminology. Right. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. It's so first game. It's a sub- yeah, yeah it's, it's a submachine yeah. gun. So basically, yeah. you rolled 76. Mm-hmm. And what's your SMG number? It is 80. You succeed. Um, and he wasn't aware that it was happening. He is going to get hit. And your damage is 1d10. Three. Okay, so uh, the lights go out. Mina, you open the door. You see the scene before you. You already had your SMG at the ready. Yep. Your Beretta. And you take careful aim. You take a shot and it hits, goes over the shoulder, surprisingly, of Father John Murphy and hits the hand um, that was holding the candle. And he immediately 
yelps out in pain. The candle goes out and he falls down. He stumbles backwards. A hard difficulty so, for the rest with yeah. a penalty die. It's a hard roll, yeah. which is going to be you want to hit half 40. Half 40. <laughs> and with a penalty die. So, I mean, look, go, look, why not? You've got the hey, boards. Hey, forget it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Might as well. Yeah, they they go wild. They they miss. Yeah. I mean, look, it was it was a good it was a good opportunity. Yeah, you, you got one shot. Shot. You got a bit cocky. You just with a bit of flair and a flourish, you just bring around. Doesn't sound like it hit anyone. I mean, you hear a lot of thuds. You hear going into brick, and you kind of yeah. listen out, and all you can hear is just Dex like God, ah, God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Pierre also goes. Oh, I think I've been it. <laughs> Shut up, Pierre. And uh, Dexter is actually going to, cradling his arm, he's going to make a dash straight for the left-hand side where the garage is. He's going to use a strength roll and try and just lift up that garage straight away. So there's lights peppering around the place yeah. so you do get to see him. You know where it's he's going. It's very moody, I love it. Cinematically, yeah. he yeah. moves through shadow and into light and out of light into uh, shadow yeah. as he makes a dive Stumbling. to flee. Ah, 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 with his hand <laughs> dripping blood. And yeah. He, yeah, yeah, he yeah. kind of like hits his shoulder against the garage door and with his left hand, he does lift it all the way up and Garrison, look, to be perfectly honest with you, Garrison can't quite do much so he's just gonna look if you guys could just make it quick the rope's starting to cut into me a bit it really hurts guys <laughs> really really hurts so Yern, from your perspective you've just ripped the framework out and all the lights go out success funnily enough if you rip wires out that's what happens things stop working it's pretty easy for me I build things all the time electrically turning them off is, is way simpler everything happens pretty quickly you see all the lights go out you immediately hear a gunshot that's what I was expecting <laughs> you're an SMG it's pretty safe to assume that that was Mina yep maybe a bit reckless who knows a Cu- couple of the the, the the windows above me around the top <laughs> of the building yeah. go fly out <laughs> <laughs> this time you do hear voices you hear yeah. the scream of uh, Dexter and then all of a sudden the garage door opens before you and sure enough there is Dexter Winwood, and he's holding his bloody arm do I have a spanner on me a like a spanner. heavy just like a heavy you have, like, tool a hammer a spanner like wire cutters I don't know something uh, a carry bag like a metal carry like you, said that, you said you had a, your toolbox tool yeah. swing a toolbox on him swing a toolbox <laughs> into his swing a toolbox into his head knock him out that's excellent they don't make toolboxes like they used to <laughs> I actually uh, made about this because myself uh, you know I needed something that uh, works to my specifications uh, <laughs> I love how we're also commenting in character <laughs> I'm imagining that as well and it's very cinematic it is nice isn't it yeah. 46 under my fighting 56 well Ooh. I mean just to peel back the curtain oh Dexter almost fumbled that Oh. Came very goddamn close. Dexter's not like looking. looking back. He's not looking at, at you. He's he's got the garage open. He's still tending to his womb, womb, his wound. <laughs> and My he, baby. And as he as he turns back to give a bit of a, I'll get you, crunch straight oh. across his cheek. Um, and give me your unarmed damage roll there. It's one d three plus damage bonus, which is none. <laughs> uh, so that's a two. He didn't see it coming, and he does indeed flat to the floor Kong he kind of slumps against the garage the wooden brick pillar that's there and just kind of slides down Uh, not so fast Mr. Windward you have been listening to Ambrosia Island which is a roll to cast production The best way to find us is on Twitter, Discord, and our Patreon. 
All our podcasts are on Acast, Spotify, YouTube, and all good podcatchers. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash roll to cast. Pop Cthulhu and all associated properties are trademark of Chaosium Inc. Used with permission. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.